got the first question. Can I ask both uh, Shadur and uh, Omarion to please... Omarion. Omarion. Omarion, sorry. Can I ask you both to describe the fourth and five touchdown pass? And Shadur, first with you, what did you see? Because every replay I saw, there, was, there wasn't any opening there, and you found one. Can you sort of describe what you saw, and then maybe uh, you know, go from there? Uh, really just trusting the play call. Uh, OC coach, he, um, he made the call. We just got to execute it. That's it. Starting off, we executed plays early. And often we was here and there, and then we, you know, we had a couple penalties. Uh, so we can't afford to keep doing that when we're playing these better teams. And yes, I'm proud of him for being able to step up and knowing it's that moment, his time was coming, and uh, he put it on display for y'all. Martin, what did you see on that play? Um, pretty much the same thing. Should just say, you know, just trusting in the play. You know, we, we go over those plays every day. You know, just building confidence with each other. And, you know, just believe I can make that play. So you know, it's all about trusting teammates. Were you screened on that play by the defensive back? Um, not really. He kind of just stepped in front of me. You know, I took it backside and I just went and attacked the ball. Go ahead, Brian. Take. Omar, what was it like to just have the game you had today? Oh man, it was crazy. You know, honestly, last night I dreamed about playing like this. You know, I just dreamed I'd come out here and destroy, it, and I did it. So you know, all praise to God. Man, go ahead. Shadur, Matt Smith, one of four three to fans. You want to just take us through the last six minutes? You guys got the ball back, I think, like 5.58 with one timeout left. Felt like maybe there's some communication issues or maybe just took a long time to get things in. What was going on there? Uh, really, we just, all 11 players on the field wasn't going to execute that exact play call. So my thing is, I'd rather not, I'd rather take our time so much rather than have a negative play and stuff like that. So that goes on me for not controlling the offense and not controlling uh Everybody knowing what to do in that specific play. But that's why I took. And, you know, sometimes I checked runs on some plays because it wasn't the great look that we needed regardless of anything. We just want to play a real clean game. And it's things we could always go back and do better. Y'all on the outside, y'all, y'all, everybody has opinions of what we could do, but y'all not in the moment. Y'all not seeing what we seeing. Y'all don't know um, that that wasn't going to work for that. So what's our change up? We got to do something else to keep it going, keep us in tempo and have another positive play. So that's why we was really going slower. And I put a lot of that on me. You know, coach, he's really a fast tempo guy, but I slowed it down. And that's just, that's just on me. I got to grow from. You, just in that vein real quick, you talked about you ran the ball, you checked into some runs. You guys ran the football on the whole much better today. Mm-hmm. What did you see out of the running game? And do you think there's some stuff to take forward? It wasn't even what I seen. It was basically just follow the keys, understand what, what call is called, and all of us having an a understanding of what the play call is and execute it. These are the same plays we've been running uh, forever. Like, everybody runs power. Everybody runs zone. Like, that's what it is. It's about just the players executing it. So I feel like today we had a better mindset and understand, okay, we got to execute these plays for them to be able to work, and that's what we did. We just got to do it quicker. Tyler, go ahead. Sure. Uh, Tyler King, Denver Gazette. What have you seen from Omari in, in, uh, in practice that has led to the confidence that you had in him today? Because there was, I think the one play in the fourth quarter you just threw, and he wasn't looking, and he turned around and it kind of popped right in his chest. What has led to the confidence in him in practice? Well, that was, that's an anticipation throw. That was where I know where he's going to be, and I trust he's going to do that. And um, all it is is I've been telling him, I said, bro, I need you to step up even from day one, whenever he was just out in summer workouts and stuff. And I told him, I said, 
But you could be a big part of the offense, or you could just have a freshman year and just wait. You know what I'm saying? So it's up to you, and I'm, and I'm glad he finally came and uh, understand who he is as a player and understand, like, you know, the level. Uh, everybody's human. Everybody can be beat, and he has what it takes to be able to go out there and dominate. So I'm happy he was able, in, in, in one of the biggest games of the season, able to go out there and do that. Adam, go ahead. Roderick, Adam, Mr. Tiger, 24-7 Sports. When did you find out you were going to get the start at? What was it like getting out there against a quarterback like Caleb Williams? Um, I found out earlier this week. Um, it, 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 was, it wasn't a shocker to me because being a grad transfer, I got experience, so I was ready for the moment. I can tell you this whole week, I probably wasn't able to sleep a lot. I'll wake up in the middle of the night thinking about it and just playing against a quarterback like Caleb Williams, man. That's a dream. It's a, it's a dream, man, playing against the Heisman quarterback from last year. It's a dream. I, I wouldn't want to be nowhere else than what I was today. I feel like I gave everything I had. There's still some stuff we got to correct as a defense, but overall, man, it was a dream come true, man. Go ahead, Mark. Mark, his little Denver Post, for sure. Your attitude and the team's attitude, it's 34 to 7 with just a, a minute left in the first half. And second, you played against the best quarterback, college quarterback in the country. How do you think you fared? Wait, say that one more time. How do you personally? No, I was saying the first part. You're down 34-7 yeah. with a minute left in the first half. What's your attitude at that point at the team's attitude? Plays play for what it is. Understand um, they just executed their plays. That's why they was up. We didn't execute our plays, and that's why we weren't. Uh, it goes again like in practice. Like You just can't get bored with the easy things. Uh, we... Just how to lock in and understand, look, this is not going to be a, a recap of what happened last week, and we're just not going out like that. So we got to whatever it takes. And that's, that was the whole motto this week, and that's how I prepare mentally. Like, whatever it takes, uh, we'll do it and just put everything on the line. So really just getting in that zone and having everybody get in that zone off rip and off the beginning, then that's what will help us, you know, have not get in those great deficits, especially when you're playing a good offense and a great quarterback. Relish being on the same stage as, as Caleb? Hmm? Did, did you enjoy being on the same stage as Caleb? I mean, I feel like my stage is my stage. <laughs> you know, I don't think uh, he's a great player, but it's not, it's not, oh, I'm on his stage and anything like that. Like, you know, we got the attention, we got everything we need. I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm, I'm good on, you know, how everything I'm doing. So it's not really a stage. It's just a big game. That's it. I feel like every, every game, it was millions of viewers and everything. So, uh, the stage is for y'all to set and stuff like that. Ours is just to go out there and play against human beings. For Roderick, uh, Jack Carlo, Buffalo's Wire. Um, just what changed for you guys defensively? I think you allowed about half as many yards um, USC in the second half. Just what changed for you guys? Um, I just felt like we, we was able to play together. I felt like the first half where everybody was rah-rah and the energy was high. And once we finally came together in the second half and everybody calmed down and focused on their keys and had their eyes in the right place, there, there wasn't no stopping us, man. We were able to steamroll and get that, get that, get that train rolling and get the ball back in his hands. That's all we were trying to do, man. All right, I'll go ahead. Harry Lucido, nine news for Shador. Uh, very simply, first, do you believe in moral victories? Say it again. Do you believe in moral victories? Do you think this was a moral victory? I don't know what that means. Okay, <coughs> let's move on from there. Uh, what came together for you guys in the second half, and like, why do you do you believe that this second half of the game is who this team really is? I mean, it's going to get boring about what I'm saying because it's the same thing. Like, uh, to football, all, all it's about is executing, getting into that zone, getting into that mind frame off the beginning. So it's really 
those who don't understand, you won't know. Those who play sports will understand, like, getting into that. Uh, you can't hear nobody, but just focus on your job and assignment and trust the guy next to you. I trust in my own line. I trust in uh, all the receivers and stuff. There's things they're good at, things they're bad at. But uh, play to everybody's strengths and really just get back with Coach, um, Coach Lou, and just talk about what we like, what we don't like, what we're getting great looks out of, and he called a great game. For a while, for Shadur and Roderick, this game was looking a lot like last week's game, and then you guys turned it around in the second half. What does this Valiant comeback mean moving forward? What does winning the second half against USC mean moving forward for you guys as you progress in your season? Nothing. We just lost. <laughs> don't, just because it's a big team, that don't mean we, 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 we tip our cap and be like, okay, at least we get blown out now. Like, nah, a loss is a loss. We we all humans. We all put our pants on the same way. So um, it's just understanding this is the problem, and we got to get to a solution and find a way to get to a solution start out fast and get in that zone. Yeah, and I'll, I'll pick it back off of what he said. Hey, it's a loss. A loss is a loss. After after you lose like that, you go you go to the uh, playbook, get your, get, your, get your eyes right, get the stuff right in the film room, and come back next week. That's all you can do. Come back next week and go harder next week. Uh, Nikki Edwards, you sports reporter for Omarion, Michael Irving. Omarion. Omarion. Everybody, this is my man Omarion. He went for a lot of yards today. <laughs> you know, he's a freshman. Y'all ain't seen him much. But. Uh, Michael Irving came up to you after the game and shared a message with you and said, you ran an NFL out route and then some. What did that message mean to you, and what's your response to that? Um, it meant a lot. You know, coming from Michael Irving, you know, that kind of pumped me up a little bit, you know. That message just telling me, you know, just keep working. You know, I got so much to prove. You know, this is just one game. Y'all ain't seen none yet, really. So just telling me keep working and just doing what I do best. Go ahead, Brian. Brian Howell from Bowl Daily Canada. You know, it is a loss. Can you take momentum from the way you guys finished this game offensively after, obviously, Oregon didn't go well offensively in the first part of this game? Can mm-hmm. you take something from the way you guys got things going? Yeah, just uh, continue to just go off the message that Coach keeps telling us week, week and weeks. Um, we got to do the simple things right and before we're able to do a lot of exotic things. So that's really just going into it, understand like the small plays, like the read keys I didn't read the right way and pulled it. Like um, certain things like that we just can't afford to do and that's going to get us behind in the game. So uh, that's really it. Uh, Stuart, David, yeah, how would you describe the mindset of this team after the last two weeks and also what are some of the things that you feel like Oh, really? Well, today, today we kind of got a glimpse of who our identity is. When we play good football, we didn't really have a taste of that until, um, you know, since week one. So we're offensively, we know no matter what, no matter what happens, we got to go out there and score every drive. So that's where I feel like we we got our mindset in the second half, and uh, we could take that from that and understand. Look. Um, we're able to get back to that point. We just got to be able to do that throughout the whole game and not just the second half. What about understanding stuff that people don't understand about this team and this offense? I can't really say because it's universal everywhere. Everybody has problems. Everybody has new players. Um, there's no excuses. It's, it's not that. It's nothing y'all don't understand. Um, the spotlight ain't too much. The media ain't too much. It's nothing that's too much. Um, cause I feel like we, get it. we have a great job handling that and blocking out distractions. So it's really... It's up to us individually, and then we come collectively as a team. Okay, two more. Go ahead, Marcus. This be a little bit hobbled when we take off for a run. Replant or something? How's it feel physically? <laughs> nah, for sure. My ankles hurt a little bit. I ain't gonna lie, what? <laughs> and like, you know, ever since I was younger, like my shin, my shin be swollen because I used to like, I don't know, 
like hit my shins on desks and stuff when I was in school on accident. I was clumsy. I was a clumsy kid. So I think that was a permanent thing, and it reminded me of like how I was back in the day uh, when I was younger. So that was really it. I got twisted up one t bad time. Basically, I got twisted up. You know how Weaver, Xavier Weaver, every time he gets hit, like he just has, he just falls weird. That was that's just what happened. <laughs> Okay, last one, Meg, go ahead. Vic uh, Miller, Fox Day 1. Shadour, obviously, the offense uh, made a lot of strides today. I feel like the run game also made strides today. I think that started with you scrambling. Is that a conscious decision, or is that just in the moment seeing what you're able to get from the defense? Um, we, it's funny we had this conversation the other day. Like, we don't have predetermined, oh, I'm going to take off. Like, that's not what it is. We got to understand um, how they're playing us, how they're going to contain me and stuff like that, and understand, okay, um, Basically the rush lanes. So progression, one, two, if we feel something there, then we're able to slide over and one and one on the interception, I feel like I should just slid and gave weave the ball. Now we made one bad thing too, now I start scrambling and I uh, slip, miscommunication pick. So you know, it's things like that that I can't I can't uh, put that on the receivers and that's just on me. And just me just getting back to the basics and understand week after week and practice, even when I feel pressure, I gotta be able to stand in there and take it. Okay, thanks guys. Thanks for everyone. Kind of funky, yeah, I know it ain't me. I just walked in here. <laughs> you don't smell it? Yeah, that's all right. It's good. A wonderful win. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, wonderful game. Play the hearts out. I just addressed the team and told them that I love each and every one of them, the coaches included, because they were resilient. They did not give up when they had a multiple, multiple opportunities to give up. They fought to the end. We sustained injuries. Next man up came in and did their thing. Marion played his butt off the thing. He had a buck 96. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Several guys played. Kamani came in and contributed tremendously. Um, did a great job going in. Still had some uh, special teams weren't special. As normal, we got to fix this. We say this every week, but we truly got to fix this one way or the, another. Running game showed its face, and you see how uh, better the offense flowed with the running game. We're still getting out to tardy starts. We got to come out ready to play it. I don't know. I got to fix that myself personally. We can't come out and make a surge and right before halftime, then we start saying, okay, we're in the game. They played wonderfully. The quarterback was uh, resilient. Um, they ran the body. They had hit us with some big play screens and some backside things. But, you know, coaches always say, we didn't do this or we didn't do that. They force you into doing certain things and they force you into making mistakes. But we got to just fix the little issues that we're having. And I don't know if that's age. I don't know if this is new to the systems. But overall, I'm really proud of not only the young men, the coaches, the fan base, the student body, all of you, I'm, I'm truly proud of the way we represented Boulder today. I really am. Let's go. Hi, Dion. How you doing? Good. So, Dion, 
the throw that Shadour made to Omari on, in the end zone on fourth and five, mm -hmm. uh, we just asked him about it, and it's just like another play. Right. Not really impressed with himself. Right. I want to ask you two things. One, when you saw that play, that's a play that is beyond an NFL play. There was no space. Right. He found some place to mm -hmm. get in. Where does that part of him come from? And do you remember any moments when you were raising him that he started to show that kind of uh, acumen on the field? Well, his nickname in my phone, and you, most of you know this follows us, is Grown. He's very he's mature. What? Grown, Grown. G-R-O-W-N. He's, he's very mature for his age. He's very uh, confident. He's He don't flinch. He, he does never. He never gets flustered. Uh, he's the most psyched quarterback in college football, and you can tell with the way he carry himself. Um, he he's just a kid that we all knew, and, and a multitude of our fans know, and, and some of you wonderful and brilliant writers know that if we would have got that ball last, we were gonna go down and score. We knew that. We know that. Everybody in here knows that. His teammates knew that. And that's just what he brings to the table. He's unflappable. And uh, he's very wise and, and understanding on the whys and the because and, and what he sees out there on the field. He, he, he thinks uh, a multitude of things through, but he's a, he's a dynamic athlete and a, a dynamic young man. I'm proud to be his father and his coach. Yes. Coach Prime, I heard an echo from Shador, accountability, accountability. Yes. Athlete, I understand that. Yes. Um, and that is a true championship, Mike. And congratulations on Amari's performance was incredible. In the locker room, is that echo among everyone, holding themselves accountable? Well, it, not early on, no, not whatsoever. Um, you got to understand it. You can only hold people accountable when you're doing do their jobs and do it like we ex the expectation that we have of them, then they can hold others accountable. But they're tremendous reluctant. There's only a few guys on this team that consistently you know what you're going to get week in and week out, as well as practice. So once that continues, uh, I didn't think we was going to get that from Mario. I ain't seen that yet. No, I mean, he hadn't practiced well. That's why he hadn't played. But he was forced into action, and he, he showed up and showed out, and uh, we celebrated him after the game because of how he stepped up. And now uh, I'm pretty certain that his confidence is going to soar through the roof. So now we could uh, really call set plays for him and really depend on him a lot more because what he could take the, the pressure off Xavier and Jimmy, that, and in the running game as well, that's tremendous. But I'm proud of him. Yes, sir. Coach Prime, even in Jackson State, sometimes your team's got off to a slow start. Jackson State, where we get Jackson State from and all this going on? All this going on, where we get that? But when you all flip the switch, it's almost like a completely different team. Even True. Today. True. Um, how do you all get that at the beginning of the game so that you can have a that's, that's game planning, that's scripting, that's, that's going out there, understanding what's at hand, and we don't, we don't need to get warmed up. To, to do this. We got to come out smoking and ready to go. Like when we come out of the locker room, we're ready. Um, in between the, the kickoff and the first series of the second series, that that's when we have a little 
like a daisical type of effort, but that's going to have to come from the coaching staff as well, as well as the OCs and the DCs to make sure they put us in the right situation so that we're ready to go and understand the personnel that you're that you have out there on the field and making sure we could call certain things that that they can uh, fulfill, so to speak. Great question. Next question's right here. Yes, sir. Ariel. Ariel. So you talked about how you were really proud of this resilient team. I don't know whether or not you believe in moral victories. Your son. I, I don't. Your son doesn't. I either. don't. No, yeah. I don't. He said he doesn't either. No. Um, but is this at least the second half team? Is that the team that you imagined you would have when you stepped foot on this field? No, no. The team I imagined I would have would play four solid quarters and be really physical and really tough and definitive and just make our mark and leave. Uh, impression on not only the opposing team but the the coaching staff as well as our fan base that's what we want to do we we we're we yet to have an identity i challenge them all week on what's our identity i don't i don't know who we are from week to week i don't know what we're gonna do you know from practice to practice i do but we got to translate that into the games so we're still searching for our true identity was that close to an identity was that, was that second half performance? Was that close to an identity? We we well, we gave up points. We're still giving up points. We 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 got to stop giving up those type of points and spotting teams. Yeah, you, know, you don't want to do that. We're too vulnerable. But and and saying that is no excuses whatsoever. But three short, three starters short in the secondary. A tremendous uh, our, uh, backup uh, right tackle came and did a phenomenal job as well. When Savion went out, and we were praying for the big fella because he was in tears and he wanted to fight and uh, keep it going. But I'm like, hey, man, we need you for the long haul. And uh, we're praying for Savion as well. Coach Prime Joe on my last sports radio, the final word. I thought with the transfer portal, that's all I heard in the offseason, but it was nice to see the freshman class come through with some really big plays for right. the game, not only the receiver, but for Monty. You know, I've been up here for practice waiting for him. <laughs> it's really nice yeah. to see him show out. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Because that's got to be a feather in your cap, you know, him taking the field and playing. So no, I don't. We don't feather for him to take the field and play. He's supposed to take the field and play. We want him to be that dude. So no, we, we don't give feathers whatsoever. We we have an expectation of what they should be doing and accomplishing. So, but those two young men today, what they did, they stepped out and uh, kind of separated themselves from their yesterday. Their yesterday was was terrible. And but today they came out and established themselves. We just want them to build on it because now we will establish this expectation of the expectation that we already had for them. I'm proud of them. And with their success as well, you see young guys, I just uh, saw met a, saw a couple recruits in. They can't wait to to get here in the spring and, and get going. I mean, so that entices them to make sure they get their schoolwork so they can graduate early so they can get here and get going. So that's the win as well. Who? Yes, sir. Brian Howell for Daily Camera. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, when you took it last week's game and then the first half of this week, mm -hmm. like things were starting to fall off the rails a little bit. The way you guys finished, I know it's a loss. Mm -hmm. Is that important for you guys and this team to finish the way you did? Well, it's always important to finish strong. I'm sorry for cutting you off. I'm just I'm ready to go. Uh, not home, but ready to go with it. It's, it's, it's always important to finish strong in whatever you endeavor to do. Um, you, if, why would you start if you don't want to finish right? And I've always prided myself on finishing strong, not only as a player, but as a coach as well, um, in building our team in that aspect. We're well-conditioned. We're in shape. We, it's not like we tire down the stretch, because usually when people tire, they, they start losing the, the thought process of and they start blowing coverages, uh, missing assignments, offsides. 
and I think we did a good job in uh, penalties. That's one thing we harp on, penalties, time possession. We won time possession today, but uh, they give me that stat on penalties. Where were we penalized? Yeah. Seven for sixty. Seven for sixty. What were they? Five for thirty-seven. That can't be true. <laughs> you only have five penalties. Boy, they had a couple double penalties one time. We should have took both of them. That would have helped us. <laughs> yeah. That and the pass interference on the sideline was really. Fishers like, is anything uh, can it help you with? I said, yeah. That, that pass interference on the sideline, you help me with that. <laughs> that was a big call. That was a big call. But they they did a great job. Coach, yes. Your boss, 24 Sports. Yes, sir. A lot of Hankerson today. Why was he standing out? He ran the ball hard. He ran good. He's been consistent um, every game. We try to let everyone touch it to see, you know, how are they going. I think we had uh, maybe four or five tailbacks that had an opportunity to touch the ball today. That's that's a good thing because all of them want to play because all of them deserve to play because they're really, really good. But Hankerson stood out. He hit it. And, you know, he had a couple one-on-ones in the secondary. I wish he would have shook him and got out of there. But you want to just push Pauls right there and just throw Dylan in there and, and you know, see if Dylan can wiggle out of it. <laughs> but uh, Hank is a uh, resilient man. He's, he's been doing a good job. All these guys came, tried to come in and force him out, and he wouldn't relinquish his position. So I'm proud of him as well as a man. Yes, sir. Coach, you talked about um, how everyone believed that if Shadur got the ball there, yes. the offense got the ball late, you guys were going to go down and score. I don't know if everyone would have believed that would have been the case in the second quarter. So what does a finish like you guys had do for this team's belief moving forward? Um, it's tremendous belief-wise, but we got to believe no matter what. You know, it can't be just because it's a, a quarter or the second half. Um, we do believe in two. Like, we do. I don't give a darn what down it is or what quarter it is or what time of day it is. We do truly believe in what he's capable of doing with this offense. We just got to make sure we keep him in the right situations and protect him because, shoot, he's a, he's a, he, he's a baller. He's a now player. He's a today player that uh, young men want to play with. Receivers are calling from all around the country, want to play with him as well. So, you know, they're encouraging him not to look down the street too far um, like we all are encouraging him because we understand what's coming. If you can't see what's coming with CU football, you've lost your mind. You're just a flat-out hater if you can't see what's going on and what's going to transpire over the next several months. Something's wrong with you. Yes, sir. Coach, it could have been so easy for this team to feel sorry for themselves. Yes, sir. Folded down 32-7, especially after what happened last week. What do you take away in terms of that light bulb moment that went off for them? And well, we, we challenged them tremendously at halftime to, you know, everybody say they want they want the light until they get in the light. Now, when you get in the light, the thing about the light, it, it, it echoes your blemishes. So we challenged them to come out here and uh, like, I ain't got time to be trying to fire you up and give you the most dynamic speech that I could craft, you know, intellectually, and, and use some true words that I have to look up in my vocabulary. And the, 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 the source, the source, how to say that word, Pastor? The source. The source, yes. Um, I ain't got time for that today. I just wanted to come out there. I want them to lift me up, you know, motivate me, encourage me. Not that I needed it, but I, I wanted to flip the script on them because I knew what they had in them. All they had to do was believe. And regardless of the color of the uniforms on the opposing team, they just have to believe. And that's something that they're doing week in and week out. Well, it's Tom, growing. You touched on recruits. We came from Michigan, Bryce Underwood, and Jaron Walker were here. Last week, you had three other athletes from mm -hmm. Michigan, Cass Tech, West Bloomfield, and I can't think of it. 
Roof, River Roof. What's going on in Michigan that you got to come grab? Yeah, I guess you guys are raising dogs. Hey. Yeah, if you're raising dogs, that ain't hard to find. All right. Raising cats, I am. Hey, you know it. <laughs> yeah. How Hello. you doing? Good, how are you? Excellent. What did you think of Kormani playing performance today? I don't, I, from the neck of the eye, I think he, he played well. Um, I would have to watch the film to make sure, you know, it is what it is. So I, it's hard. It's, it's hard to say now. And you go in and watch the film and you don't know. So I want to really reserve uh, that to watching the film. But I'm proud of him for just even stepping up to the challenge to get his butt in there and make a difference. I'm proud of him. I really am. You've been a fool not to, because you're not gonna play if you don't. You're gonna sit right over there, probably where you're sitting at, and watch. But uh, I'm, I'm I'm proud of the kid. I'm not gonna change, so somebody's gonna have to. Yes, sir. Hi, Coach. Go right over here. Okay. Hi, Coach Prime. How you doing? Valerie Wardlock from the Los Angeles Sentinel. Outside of the state of Colorado, you have thousands of people who have embraced your mission here, the team here. Is the team aware of that? And what are your thoughts about well, all of the love you're receiving? I, I don't know if it's a lot, all love. I don't think it's all love. You haven't checked the responses for the coaches that we participate against. But we're excited, truly, with the attention that's warranted to this wonderful, beautiful university. I'm excited and elated um, to be the coach here. I'm excited to really um, talk about the wonderful attributes that we possess. Um, the young men, they don't, they don't see it because they're in it, you know? Oftentimes we can step a, f a foot out of it and we see it from a, another viewpoint and an advantage point, but they don't see it and they're so young. I didn't see it either when I was in college or early in my pro career. But I am happy and thankful that we are a voice of hope, of just desire and want. I think that's the thing that's touching souls around the country that, you know, that down and out person, that person that no one believes in, that person that no one desires, that person that stepped over and stepped by and stepped through and stepped past, that, that we represent that person because no one wants to see what we're doing. Uh, they don't want to see us accomplish what we're doing. And I said, and I will reiterate this, you got to be crazy if you can't see the direction that we're headed. And I'm so happy and thankful to be the head coach of this wonderful university. Thank you. Dennis Dodd from CBS Sports. Yes, sir. We all know how good Caleb Williams is. If he doesn't play that way at that level today, do they win? I don't know. <laughs> uh, he, the kid always plays that way. No, I, I haven't seen him play badly. Um, I mean, I think, you know, he had some throws that I'm sure he would have wanted back, but that kid is a, a flat-out baller, man. He, he is a difference maker. He makes them better. Um, his thought process, even just directing traffic and putting them in the right play calls in the right situation, he does a wonderful job of checking off and, and just changing things and getting the ball out of his hands. Uh, it, was, it was a pleasure for me to to play against them and their head coach. I mean, that was fun. That was fun for me. That really was. Probably didn't look like it from probably the, the shots they probably showed. I don't know what they showed, but that was fun. That was fun. All right, thanks, Coach. We good? Excuse yeah, we're me? Good. That, that, that throw, sorry.
Death Row was fascinating. Excuse me? Death Row, Shadur. Oh, Death Row. I thought you said Death Row. I think. Yeah. <laughs> no, Shadur. Uh, Death Row was fascinating. We see this in, as fans. We're like, wow, that's incredible. You don't see throws like that. And, and you and Shadur seem to think, you know, feel like it's normal. Is there anything he does that makes you, you know, impresses you or kind of wows you or throws you off? No, I'm, I'm his dad. Like, I, I have an expectation for him, and I've been seeing this, and he's been built and reared for this his whole life. I mean, you didn't believe. I believe, you know, everybody um, from the previous locations that we played. I mean, the kid has always won. He's always been dominant. He's always been smart and intelligent and concise. He's always been a competitor. He's always lifted the level of uh, competition, and he, he's always given us a chance to succeed in every level so I could go on and on but I don't want to sound like the dad but I'm just really speaking to you as the coach I, I tried my best not to speak to you as the father but the kid can flat out play I know a lot of people doubted him and said I just thrusted him into the starting position uh, what do they call it nepotism or whatever um, all of you should just look in the mirror and slap whatever you see <laughs> you got that late huh thank you